I'm 17 and a half minutes now past 8 o'clock, and of course it's now time for this week's Letter to Hong Kong, which comes from Kenneth Leung, legislator representing the accountancy functional constituency. The following is a personal view program. Dear Siobhan, it has been two months since you went abroad for your A-level studies. Do treasure this experience and the academic freedom this opportunity has opened up to you. You may have heard about the recent saga of the appointment of the Pro Vice Chancellor of the University of Hong Kong. A former dean of the law faculty, Professor Johannes Chan, was nominated by selection committee for the post. When this proposal was voted on by the University Council, Professor Chan was voted out by all the non university members of the council appointed by the chief executive for apparently absurd and trivial reasons. Billy Fung, a student representative in the council, has divulged confidential information on the conduct of the business of the council meeting, breaching the terms of confidentiality under which the council meeting was supposed to operate. And yet his courageous act was praised by many others as necessary and for the sake of public interest. There are circumstances where we need to keep information confidential when interacting with each other in society. In most circumstances, people keep information confidential because they respect a social norm or a common standard of decency. For example, it is thought to be imprudent and unethical to divulge personal information which a close friend has confided to you. In other circumstances, there may be a contractual obligation not to disclose. At the other end of the spectrum, there are instances where the law has prohibited the disclosure of certain information, including personal data, official secrets, details of cases under investigation by the ICAC, etc. Any breach of the law will attract dire consequences and penalty. And yet there are cases where courts in many common law jurisdictions have decided that unauthorized or unlawful disclosure is justified. It is easy to think of such situation, especially when the disclosure is justified to prevent or to expose a crime, to prevent a loss of lives or property, or a serious and irreversible damage to the environment. And yet the criteria for justifying such disclosure are precarious, especially when these are mostly case-made rules. There are benefits to give more protection to the informant, or the so-called whistleblower, when the disclosure is made for the greater good of the general public, that is, the public interest argument. In Hong Kong, there are only piecemeal statutory protections to whistleblowers contained in legislation in relation to crimes and law enforcement. No general and overwhelming protection is provided by legislation. If an employee reports misdeeds of his employer or fellow employee to a law enforcement agency, he could have breached the terms of his employment and he may be dismissed. For this reason, I would like to introduce a private legislation to absolve an employee from any civil liability and to protect him from any unreasonable dismissal when he makes a protected whistleblowing act. 
In fact, as part of a risk management process, and to enhance transparency of an organization, many banks, financial institutions, and professional practices have already adopted staff whistleblowing policy for some years. In some cases, whistleblowers will get pecuniary rewards from his employer. In order to prevent people from backstabbing each other with malicious intent, any such protected disclosure should meet stringent criteria. First, I think such disclosure should be made in good faith, that is, without any malicious intent. Second, the whistleblower must believe that the information disclosed is true. Third, the whistleblower should not make any personal gain out of such act. Fourth, it is also important to infer from all the circumstances that it is reasonable for the whistleblower to make such a disclosure. If the disclosure meets these criteria, there should not be any liability incurred by the employee, nor should the employee be reprimanded one way or the other, or be dismissed by the employer. As you may not be aware, it is extremely difficult to get a private legislation through the Legislative Council. The Basic Law prohibits any private legislation to touch on government structure or government spending. If the private bill affects government policy, it should first obtain the approval of the chief executive. The private bill will then be voted on separately, and will need to obtain a simple majority amongst the directly elected members and the functional constituency members. It is a daunting and almost impossible task. Wish me luck. Even though I understand you may want to read law in future. I did not intend to spoil your half-term break with these intriguing issues. Enjoy your break. Love, Dad.